Hello, friends, and welcome to To the Phantom and Beyond. I'm Jillian. And I'm Annika. And we're so happy to have you all along for this adventure. We're going to be diving right into all of our favorite movies, TV shows, and so many other fandom-related subjects, talking about all the things that we love and even some of the things we might not love. So thanks for tuning in, and we hope you enjoy the show. Dearest gentle viewers, welcome in for this week's podcast. We're okay. so excited for this one. We have been waiting, like we were talking about, and you know what's so funny is, so if you if you haven't guessed, this week's episode is about Bridgerton season two. Hi. Now the thing with this is when the fir- when the show first dropped, when the first season dropped, I binged it. Well, well we started watching we it together watching because it. we saw the trailer, and yeah. if you don't know already, me and Jillian are suckers for like... For the um, fake relationship dating AUs. Uh-huh. It's, it's a great trope. And so we were super excited. So we started watching. I remember we started watching the first episode. And then immediately it cuts to the scene with Anthony, Anthony and, and Sienna. Sienna against the tree. And I was like, oh. I was like, it took me by surprise. So I was like, okay, like. I knew it was TVMA, so I knew there was a chance, you know, it was going to yeah. be more than you would see on cable so she, TV. So, so I was just, like, so I was like, okay. <clears throat> and so we were like, okay, Annika, let's have you watch it first, and then yeah, if and you just if you think that you know it's something I exactly. can handle, then I'll watch it. So I binged it because here's the thing: I'm not like really like she's not a TVMA to, person, right? Not she's, normally. Jillian is more of a TV fourteen. Yeah. Kind of thing. And, and it's, it's, it's more of just kind of like a personal, personal preference, thing, you yeah. know? Me, I don't care because it's not like I'm paying attention half the time anyway. Right. But so. so then when season, when the trailer for season two dropped, we watched, or you watched <laughs> it, or maybe I watched, no, I think I watched it too because I saw it on Instagram. Yeah. And so I watched it and I was like, okay, this looks, you know, like fun. So then I watched season one, but I didn't tell Annika that I watched she, it until afterwards because... You know, eight seasons, or eight seasons, we hope. So, eight episodes, and I watched it in literally, like, a day, because yeah. I watched it after you went to bed one night, mm-hmm. and I, wa- I started watching the first, like, three episodes, maybe, mm-hmm. and then I watched it after you left again the following morning for yeah. work, and I finished watching it, and then I told you I was I don't remember what I said no but you know what's so funny is though because she mentioned that she was like maybe I'll watch it maybe just you know to get ready for season two and I was like yeah for sure and then when I got home that day all of a sudden she was just like okay but the face that Penelope had when she was gonna tell Colin how she felt (laughs) as he was leaving yeah and I was like wait what and then she said she explained and I was like oh okay and so then after that I was like yes yes um, so, and yeah. so, so that was like the whole thing, you know, I was like, okay. And then we decided, Hey, why don't we do an episode on Bridgerton? Why yeah. not? Um, and so I myself read the book. So I, I have read, not. I read the Viscount who loved me and I will say, um, it is really good. Anthony is kind of a dick at some points, which I mean, it, it goes with the time period, I mm-hmm. guess, you know, he's kind of a little bit more do this, do this, do right. this kind of thing. Um, and I feel like the show does a good job about not making him out to be so almost sexist, I guess. Mm-hmm. Not as, you know. As much in the book. Um, yeah. I haven't read the books, any of them. Well, okay. That, you did read me the I B read, scene I read the her book. the B scene because I wanted her to, I wanted her to hear this. And 
if you have not read the book yet, I suggest going to read it solely for that scene in itself. It was a good scene. It is a good scene. I'm I'm kind of mad that we didn't get the, the three the three mamas watching. Well, I never. No, no you always. always. Literally, that would have been so the, good. I, okay, so we'll we'll get to that here. Yes, in a we minute. will. We will. Okay, so. For those of you who don't know, uh, with the second season of Bridgerton, so with the first season, we were introduced, you know, to the whole Bridgerton family, um, including the eldest Bridgerton, Anthony, who is the, the Lord, he's the man the of the house. Yeah, he's the new Viscount after his father died. So we get him, and um, the second season is his season. Mm-hmm. And if you, if you haven't, like, heard anything about the books... Each book, there's eight books for each sibling. So each sibling gets their own book. His is the second one in the series, even though he's the firstborn. Um, so he is the second book. He is The Viscount Who Loved Me. And it's the, it's the story of him and Kate Sheffield in the book um, and her sister Edwina and their mother Mary. So it's, it's the story of him basically saying, I'm going to get married but I'm gonna find love. Yes, I'm gonna find a wife, and she's gonna be, you know, she's gonna be a smart lady, but she's also gonna be obedient, and she's gonna be kind, and she's gonna have a strong head, that kind of stuff, right. you know. He's basically trying to find the perfect viscount. Yeah, and in the first episode, we see that we see him telling Benedict and um, Gregory, his two brothers, we see him telling them, "Here's basically my list of requirements for a wife." Which, right. I mean. To be fair, you should never have, like, a list of requirements. But here's the thing. It's understandable for him. How many people in the world don't, at some point, have some kind of, like, list of things that they're is looking true. for That is true. A, I, I'm pretty sure I, myself, have, like, a list. But also, I've you shouldn't be, like... It. But you shouldn't be, like, oh, I'm not going to marry someone if right. they're not, like, you know, kind right. of thing. You no, have to let I get that. be open. I'm just saying, Which like, is, it's not that uncommon. It's, no. like, not that And that is a, a big thing with this... With this is like we see that moment, and then you kind of you see like oh, okay it's gonna change something's happening yeah. right. So I mean first... we could tell in the trailer. Oh that... yes, and and the trailer does a good job with that. Um, so for for this season, um, they decided the the um, the actresses that were cast as Kate and Edwina are I believe South Indian or South, South Asian. South Indian. I might be South Asian. I, can't I think I, I cannot remember for sure, and I feel really bad that I don't know that. I I was just <clears throat> and I was just looking at something exactly. earlier that had um and from. so the two ladies who are playing them they've decided since they are of Indian descent they have now changed them to Kate and Edwina Sharma, um and so they they include a good amount of um, Indian culture mm-hmm. in the show and I'm not going to go into naming all of this because right. I know I'm going to butcher it and I well, do not was... want to do that. Um, I There's a lot of, like, nicknames that they call each other mm-hmm. and um, things that they talk about from India that right. would make sense. Well, I was watching an interview last night um, that... Simone. Simone and Jonathan and... I know. I don't remember I don't remember the name. other actress and I feel really bad that I don't remember her name. But it was the three of them doing an interview and one of the questions that the interview asked them was about the Indian culture that was represented mm-hmm. in the show. And apparently there is an Indian writer in the writer's yeah. room, which is pretty great. Um, Cause she was asking if they had any like input on that stuff. And they said, no, they didn't, but they, you know, they were very fortunate that they had an Indian writer in the room. Yeah. So they were able to do that. But the one actress who plays Edwina was saying that, yeah, their cult, yeah, the Indian culture was represented, but it was more so of like the, like kind of like extreme moments of uh emotion like you know when they're like really 
you know, upset or like mm -hmm. the really happy, that kind of stuff. But obviously also, you know, there was the smaller things, yeah. but the, when it's like really obvious is in those like, like the big moments. Exactly. And there's a lot of like the nicknames that they call each mm -hmm. other and like how they talk about their father and all that, you know, mm -hmm. there's those moments and it's really great that they were able to do that. Right. Um, I know a lot and, of people were really happy that they, they were like, I feel seen, I feel represented. Like, exactly. This is showing which is, that people of color, that we can be exactly. in the lead role. And know? that was a big thing is, you know, people of we Indian descent saying, I never thought I would see a girl who looks like me in those outfits in mm -hmm. that time period, mm -hmm. which is a big thing. Um, and so with this first episode, you know, we're introduced to, we're introduced to Kate and Edwina and their mother, Mary, um, who are basically who are being sponsored by lady danbury for the season mm -hmm. um and of course it's one of those things where you immediately pick up on the fact that kate has a very feels a very older sister duty to her younger mm -hmm. sister by saying i'm not the one who's looking for love i'm mm -hmm. not the one who's looking for marriage it's it's edwina right. and that's it and, and we, there's and there's the, a whole big story right. behind it we we're not gonna more, get into it but. yeah we get more insight into that as the episodes go on, like in later episodes, exactly. they kind of explain so more about that. So we see, we hear more about what happened and about who they are. But um, the biggest thing is that we get Kate and Anthony's first meeting, which if you know us, you know we're suckers for meet cutes yeah. and just any of it. Um, we're, we're a sucker for romance And I will stuff, say, man. you know what's funny is they, they kind of mimic the when um Cinderella and Kit meet in oh, yeah. the Cinderella, the 2015 version, where they meet... Bit. Um, on riding, horseback, yeah, you know, the they're riding and she's kind of like, like, hey, what, who are you? What are you he's, doing? Kind you know, of thing. He's trying to be charming. Exactly. And she's just like, I want nothing to do with you kind of thing. Right. Um, and I will say, Simone Ashley is one of the most gorgeous, gorgeous women I have ever seen in gorgeous. my life. She did not have a bad look this season. Not at all. So Loved gorgeous. It. Oh um, my goodness. So their first meeting, of course, was amazing and it was so, it was so perfect for the two of them. Uh -huh. Um, and just everything about it was wonderful. Um, and so after that, you know, we get her with her family and we get him with his family. We kind of get... Newton. We get Newton, who is the cutest corgi cutest ever. Corgi. So cute. And for those of you who know, he is in the books. Yeah. He is a big moment in the books, too, because he is the cause for a big declaration towards the end of the book, <laughs> which we'll get into in a bit. Um, so that was a big thing, like... Newton's here. He's here. He's he's, Everyone, he's one of the like, family. I remember seeing everybody online was like thrilled. Everyone that was was there, ecstatic. And I mean, he had some he had some <clears throat> some moments in the in the show too. He had some great moments in the show. Um, I will say I don't remember much of like the second episode. Which one was the second episode? That's the thing. I don't remember much of it. I just know like we get the meeting, we get the ball, and one moment that we do see in the first episode, which is something that they showed us a sneak peek of early on and before they even released the trailer mind you um was the scene between kate and anthony after she overhears him right. explaining his requirements for a wife yes and so she's given him one she is she is just golden ripping him a new one that and it's perfection and you can tell that he's like oh yeah you could tell that he's immediately you can attracted tell that to he's her. smitten and it's it's beautiful everyone online is like oh he's down bad for her exactly um and it's just, it was a perfect moment. It was great. It um, really, it, it really sets up their dynamic for the season. Exactly. Which is great. It's like, yeah, their first meeting is great to kind of like, you know, mm -hmm. show who they are. But then that scene at the, at the party, at the ball, that really yeah. kind of sets up their whole dynamic. Exactly. The and then season. of course, with all of this, we also have Edwina seeing him and being like him. I want, I want mm -hmm. him. 
And I mean, like, I cannot blame her. I can't blame her. Jonathan Bailey is a gorgeous human. So attractive. Um, so I cannot I'm, blame her one second. I just want to say, I'm glad that they got rid of those sideburns from the first season. Ooh. He looks so much better without those thick, weird-looking sideburns. Yeah, and my favorite thing is, like, him talking about being, like, um, yes, they were his own. So the fact that he had to go a full filming season of wearing mutton chops, a dedication, bro. I yeah. applaud you for the dedication. Um, so he, <clears throat> you know, they meet. And for him, he's like, I'm going to marry the diamond of the season. Whoever right. the queen names the diamond is going to be my wife. Uh, of course, you've got the... <laughs> you the got Benedict. Benedict be like, well, what if she names Eloise as the diamond? What are you going to do then, like, brother? They're just like, bro. <laughs> and I will... Okay. Honestly, Benedict and Eloise have one of my favorite, they're like, so brother, brother-sister relationships ever. Right. And like, I... It, sorry, I was just going to say <laughs> that, like, the Bridgerton siblings are one of the best, like, representations yeah. of sibling dynamics. Just even the little stuff in the background that you see is literally, just, like, perfect. Okay, like, like, Gregory and Hyacinth are perfect representations. They're, they're literally us. Well, I'm older, but I'm taller. That like, was literally us for years. The entire time that I was growing over Jillian, that was our entire dynamic. Um, and also, like, the scene when, when he, like, steals her ribbon. Yeah. I did you a favor. When they see Eloise in her in her coming out dress for the first time, right. and Benedict is just trying not, not to laugh. It, perfection. Um, and so, like, you see all of this. And, of course, you know, Anthony says, I'm going to marry the diamond, whoever that is. And, of course, Lady Danbury convinces the queen that Edwina is the diamond. The diamond. So she gets named as the diamond. And Anthony immediately is like, yes, okay, she's it. I'm going to marry her. And he talks, Kate he talks is, to her, you know. Yeah, Kate is not happy, mind you. She's, she's like, no, I know he is a rake with a capital R. He I know. is not for you. I know he doesn't want love and that's exactly. what you want. Um, and so it's a whole thing. Um, episode two, I, I'm, I feel bad. I really I don't, don't remember, remember episode much. two. I remember episode one. And then I remember the rest. <laughs> but I don't remember episode two. Because we, we watched it. As soon as, because, okay, because it dropped on the 25th. I had to work that morning. I think I worked at, like, 11-something, and I was like, Annika. Originally, I was like, okay, we're, we can't watch this. And, you know, we have to watch it after I get home from work. I'll be home early enough. We can watch a few episodes. And then, and then I was like, it was getting later on the day, and I was like, you know what? Let's watch a couple, maybe one or two episodes as soon as it drops. Then I'll go to bed for a few hours, wake up, go to work, come home, and we can finish it. Exactly. And she was like, okay, but then... But then I, she was like, well, you know, I read that um, everybody's saying that if you have to stop it somewhere, that you should stop after episode three. And I was like, we'll see. If yeah. I can stay awake, we'll see. I managed to stay awake. So we yeah. watched one, two, and three. And then I got I, home from work and we finished it the season. It wasn't a lie. I saw a post on Tumblr that said, okay, guys, if you need to pause it, pause it after episode three and pause it after episode six, which I will say is great advice mm-hmm. if you're watching the show. Um, so, so we watched. Um, I'm just going to say it is very good thing that our father was out of town Friday oof. night because episode three, at the very end, we were screaming so much. I'm surprised our brother didn't wake up. We were screaming and yelling. Mm-hmm. It was it was something else. Like, yeah, season one had lots of sexy scenes. Yeah. But season two had the steamy. Mm-hmm. Had the steam. Yeah. And so, so, mind you, we don't remember episode two. Um, I do know, I, one thing I do remember, though, is, you know, Colin returns mm-hmm. in episode two, um, and it's a great scene of, Elo, of, of, um, who's it? I think it's Eloise and, I want to say Eloise and Penelope are talking, and she mentioned oh, yeah. something about, like, there's lots of 
people or something and then just Colin and she's just like my brother yeah, yeah. like it, it was so funny and I will say anyone who is a pollen shipper like I am here um we cannot wait for season four which we do know they got renewed through season four right. so. I did read something that <clears throat> potentially they might flip-flop and do Penelope and Colin in season three That's what I heard. but that it's still like up in the air like people are yeah. like yeah well she's probably just you know saying that to keep everybody on their toes exactly and I'm like, so we could get it we could not we could get benedict and sophie in season three like we're supposed to or we could get colin and penelope either way you know as long as we get their love interests i don't care right um so um episode three okay so episode three is um the bee in your bonnet right. or a bee in your bonnet a bee okay yeah. and let me say i as someone who read the books immediately the second i saw that title i was like jillian Jillian, it's the B scene. It has to be the B scene. But here's the thing. They in did the stuff book, out of order, didn't they? Yes. Yeah, so in the books, the way it progresses has the B scene towards the last couple chapters of the book mm-hmm. because the B scene is what drives them to be getting married. Right. Because their mamas catch them. Yes. The mom- their mamas catch them with ben- with uh, Anthony trying to suck the venom out of the bee sting that Kate got on her bosom. Um, it is right above. It's on, like, her collarbone. And he's, like, he's... And obviously, for those of you who don't know, I'll get into it here in a second, about why he's freaking out and why he's on her chest. Um, so they catch them, and they're, like, you have to get married for, you know, not only for you, Anthony, but also for Kate's um, dignity or her right. reputation, basically. And he's, like, fine, sure, whatever. Now, Kate, at this moment in the books, Kate already knows she loves him but she's like okay he's only doing this out of duty right. he obviously does not care so the fact that they put it so early i was like okay they're they're changing some things one thing one big the biggest thing i think that they changed in the books from the books to the show is that edwina is more wanting to actually marry him and she's actually wanting to be with him right in the books, it's not as such. You know, in the books, she's a little bit more kind of. Well, like, I read somewhere that she was like that she that she wants Kate and Kate yes, and Anthony exactly. To be so it, they changed it a lot. Which I here's one, and I know a lot of people have an issue with how they change some things. I personally enjoyed it. I think they did a really good job. As someone who hasn't read the books, I you enjoyed the yeah. season. So and I'm to for those who know me, I am very vocally against love triangles i tend to highly dislike them i just think that they're so overdone to the point that i'm like okay figure something else out i didn't necessarily hate this love triangle no but i wasn't like i still wasn't like super because i think part of it is because i know i knew going in that kate and anthony would get together exactly so it was less I was less against it because I knew where it was going to end up. Exactly. I so think, I think when I'm mostly against love triangles is when you don't is know. when I don't know how it's going to end and it's just like drama, 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 exactly. drama, drama. Um, and I did appreciate the way they did everything in the season. Um, so go with that, you know, going into this episode, I was like, okay, it's the B scene. We got to be prepared because in the beginning of this of the book, we get them talking about Anthony finding out that his father has passed away. Um, And I was like, okay, they haven't really talked about it yet, so they have to talk about it. Mm -hmm. The first, like, four minutes of the third episode are nothing but pain. I cried. I cried. So many times in that episode. Every flashback in that episode, I cried. And, okay, so the first flashback that we get in this episode is about, is with Anthony and his father, Edmund. And mind you, in the books, um, in the book, Anthony is not there when his father dies. Right. In the book, 
Anthony returns home from college. Isn't it Eloise that's with him in the no, book? No. Um, in the book, uh, he finds Daphne sitting on the floor. Oh, right. And she's like 10 years old, and she tells him, father's died. He's dead. He, it was a bee. A bee stung him, and he's yeah, dead. Yeah. I don't and know of where course, I read that Eloise was. And with of him. course, Anthony is like, "That's not possible. That mm-hmm. that's not how it works," kind of thing. Because in the book, um, Edmund has been stung before. Right. But I did read somewhere that uh, a bee allergy usually only presents itself after the second sting. Ah. So it makes sense that it was the second sting that they were like, yeah. "Hey, this is what happened." So in the show, the way they do it in the show is having Benedict and or Anthony and his father picking flowers and. Okay, he's picking hyacinths for um, for Violet when she's pregnant with hyacinth, mm-hmm. which I think is like so heartbreaking. It is. Um, so he's, they're picking these flowers, and there's a bee, and immediately I was like, oh no, I was like, oh, what's happening? And I, for a minute there, was like, wait, no, this isn't supposed to how this isn't how it's supposed to go. This isn't this isn't what's supposed to happen. Mm-hmm. Then it happened, and I was like, it's happening. And like the way that it happened, too, the, I was like, oh, you hell. immediately he just turns around, and Anthony's just like help help I, I need help and he's like he doesn't know what's going right. on and uh, and then of and course violet. It, it pans over and you see violet standing on heavily the stairs, pregnant like eight months eight or nine months pregnant or something with hyacinth seeing her husband dying before her Oof. eyes with her oldest son holding his father mm. and i think anthony is only supposed to be 18 so. 18 or 19 during this um so of course you're like um okay um and so this all happens and then it cuts you know and we get everything else during the episode and in this episode we also get i want to say it's the pal mal or paul mall i don't know how to pronounce it honestly i think it's pal mal i think so um and of course it's a game that they were playing um kind of like croquet i think yeah it's kind of it's very similar um and so we get that scene and that scene in the book is also wonderful but also in the book um simon is there simon and daphne are there in in the show it's just daphne because simon is not in the season um and so we get the Palmau scene, we get them having their moment, we get the mallet of death, which like, <laughs> yes. And if you've read the uh the second epilogue, the mallet of death is a big thing in that as well. So it's I a just, whole thing. I just love that Anthony was like trying to like bite his tongue when he saw Kate grab it. He's <gasps> like, I can't say anything, there are guests, uh, it's okay. Yep. And so we get this we get all these, you know, wonderful moments in the Palmau scene. Edwina not really fitting in very much. Right. You know, she's a little kind of like... She's like, she's wanting to because she's like, if this is my future family, I exactly. need to, you know, And of show course, them. Kate fits in right away. Mm-hmm. Immediately fits in. Like, we all knew she would. We knew We it. knew she would. Um, and so we get them, you know, shooting the balls into the... Off into the distance. And of course, everyone's like, oh, guess you guys have to go grab those. <laughs> and they're like, mm, yeah, I guess so. So they go. Of course, they get... Covered, covered in, in mud. mud because they fall down because they have dumb-dums. they have a moment together and then we have the moment of her of her hitting the ball and it goes over to a bench mm-hmm. and immediately anthony's like i'm done i'm done i can't and yep. he, he walks away and she's of course kind of like okay and then she goes around and she sees that it is the um the kind of like the monument the monument the monument the monument i think i was trying to say memorial but at the last second i was trying to switch to we see the monument monument. that he um that was set up for edmund after he died right and of course it is utterly heartbreaking because like because then kate she kind of starts to realize. realize um and of course we get you know some wonderful family moments um we get them all just being great together um and then 
the scene happens, will we see another flashback um, of, I believe it's a Violet giving birth. Going into labor. Yeah, yeah she's, she's like giving, in labor. In labor, the baby is turned, and so the doctor basically tells Anthony, you're the lord of the, you know, you're the new Viscount, you're the lord. You have to make the decision, make, mother or baby. And of course... Violet's like, no, he's not the one who makes it's it's Edmund. It's Edmund. He's he, the one that's supposed to make that decision. He's the one that's supposed to be here. And of course, Anthony doesn't know what to do, so he tells them, "Listen to mom. Listen yeah. to mama. Yeah, do whatever, whatever she, she says. says." And I was like, "Good, good man. Good man. Good job. Good job. Making that decision, but also he's heartbroken, so he doesn't oh, know yeah. what to do. Anyways, that whole moment is so heartbreaking. I cried exactly. Again. Um, and so it's just like a whole big thing. Um, and then at you know all this stuff happens, and then we cut to. The B scene. The B scene. Mind you, the B Which scene. I know from seeing stuff online that everybody was waiting for the B scene. Yeah, and here's the thing. So, um, we get, of course, a big thing throughout the season is Kate's morning rides that she goes mm-hmm. on. She, you know, steal, she steals. She takes her horse and she rides just, you know, in the morning before everyone is awake, basically. And we have that. And then we have, when she comes back, she sees Anthony and he's over by the flowers. Mm-hmm. She goes to talk to him and they have a moment together. Um, in the book, here, okay, I never, like, I wasn't sure if I preferred the book scene to the show scene. I wasn't sure. And then thinking about it, I definitely prefer, prefer the show version solely based on the fact that it doesn't, it's not forcing them to get married out of, um, commitment. Mm -hmm. It's out of love that they get married in the show. Right. In the book, they get married so neither of them have to face scandal, which right. I mean, good call on you guys, I guess. But in the show, it doesn't work out like that. Yeah. Um. So we have the B scene happen, and I knew it was coming, and I was like, okay, how are they going to do this? There's only seven minutes left in the episode. I right. don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, it was definitely shorter. It was I shorter, feel like to what it would have been had they done the scene from the book. Exactly. Um, in the book, of course, it's the same deal. You know, she gets stung by a bee. He's freaking out. He tells her not to move. He starts, like, he starts, you know, you panicking. Can, you, yeah, you can see the panic in even, his face. Even in the book, you can tell that he's panicking. But right. even if they didn't say anything, you could tell. Um, in the book, he, you know, he starts trying to squeeze out the venom. He starts trying to freak out. And he jumps on her, basically. And he, like, pulls down the top of her dress. Not enough to expose her. But he pulls it down. Enough. And he starts <laughs> suckling out the venom of the sting. And, right. I mean, like, yes, I know that works. But, bro... But then, obviously, in the show, he's, like, it looks like he's, like, having a panic attack Exactly, and I think that's what they were going for. He's having a panic attack, and she immediately recognizes it. Right, so she, like, takes his hand and puts it on her chest and is, like, you know, I'm okay, I'm I'm fine, I'm unharmed. And I'm, like, oh, damn. Me and Jillian both were, like, Oh, damn, we were screaming. And this, of course, this was where we stopped. After this episode, we stopped and we went to bed. So I had to go. It was, like, 3 in the morning. I was, like, I got to go to bed. I got to be up in, like, 5 hours. I definitely prefer the show scene. The show version to the book version. I think, I think the book version worked for the book because it was it could be a little bit more kind of fantastical and dramatic. Mm-hmm. Whereas in the show, it would have seemed a little too. Uh, I want to say like almost campy. You know, it would have seemed well, a little. I feel too... like I feel like obviously you know I haven't read the book, so I don't really know how Kate is in the books for you know for sure. But I feel like with the show version. She definitely would have, like, pushed him away. Oh, for like, sure. forcefully been like, you know, get your hands off of me mm-hmm. if he had tried and, to like, do that. And, like, she did, of course, try that in the book, but it didn't work. Um, and then the mamas were there, and it was a whole thing, which I personally would have loved the mamas to it still be there, but so I get why funny. they weren't. Um, so we have that scene, 
And I personally think it worked really well. I did too. I enjoyed it a lot. Um, the way they were able to make it into the show without it being ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, uh, let's see. And then that episode happens. We, of course, went to bed because we needed to. I um, had to. Annika, oh, no, okay. Annika told me, she's like, oh, we could just watch the whole thing. It's okay. We could just watch more than that. I was like, I'm not you. I'm not going to not sleep and then drive. I'm sorry. That is not happening. Yeah. So I was like, I need to go to bed. I'm not going to stay up and then go to work for five and hours. I could have watched it all. Okay. Yeah, I probably could have too if I didn't have to work. True. Um. So then, of course, episode four. I mean, we still managed to watch the entire show in a day because we finished it when I got home. So. Um. So with episode four, we have the big ball that happens at their estate um, and everyone is super excited and we also have like the shooting the or the hunting the I guess hunting. that's happening Oof. Um, yes and of course and as um, as Jillian has noticed in my notebook here I have just written down Hens. leg oh leg 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 um, because this is the moment where they're in the woods and she just you know Edwina convinces Kate to go hunting with them Nobody is ready. They're all like, I'm It's so okay. funny because Edwina, you know, she's like, you know, trying to encourage her sister and Antony to get along. She's like, you know, if I'm going to marry him, I need you two to get along. Not realizing that the situations that she's putting them in is just causing them to fall more in love like, with each she's other. She's so naive and I feel so bad the entire season. I'm like, oh, Because I know a, a lot of people weren't happy with how they changed her book, her character from the book to the show. And I get, I get why they weren't happy because it did kind of, it changed around the story a little bit, which is understandable. But I think it worked for how they did it in the in the show. Like I think it worked in the show because in the book it worked, you know, worked for the book. But in the show, I think it would have just been, it would have been a lot of just like, okay, well, I guess Edwina's here again. Like, why is she? Why is she even in the show if she's just going to be, you know, if there's nothing, you know, nothing's going to be happening. And also, people are suckers for, for love triangles like that's we're suckers for except it. for me no you're a sucker for it even if you don't like them no i don't like love triangles you're a sucker for i it. do not like them if you've if you've ever met me i hate love triangles yeah so you know we have this moment between kate and anthony in the woods where they're shooting and they're trying to shoot at the deer I think moose or something i don't know what something it is. that they're hunting um and we get the leg where she steps up to go over the log and she just Without even thinking, just pulls her skirt up, exposing her leg, her the thigh, scandal. her thigh, the scandal. She pulls and it up and she steps over, and you can see the moment Anthony's like, mm-hmm. "It's like I saw, I saw a post where it was like you can see the moment where he like he loses his last two remaining brain cells." Oh, for like, sure. Mm-hmm. Um, he's already gone for her at this point, but oh, now it's really even is. more so. Um, and also like with this episode, we also get Daphne in there, and I will say I love Daphne. I love her. I, I always did, love her. I did like her this season. I liked how you could tell that she knew that oh, Anthony yeah. was more into Kate. And you know what I found really surprising is that with the first season, of course, we had Danbury and um, Violet being very, you know, meddlesome and they were getting mm-hmm. Simon and Daphne together and they knew. But in the second season, it felt like they had no clue how Anthony felt about Kate until the end. Well, I think like, that... Like, Danbury, yes, could I tell. Think she definitely knew. But, I feel like Violet, at some point, like, not, like, at the very, very end, but I feel like maybe, like, more towards the middle, she had kind of a, a an clue. inkling of something. 
But she was like, but this, you but know. But, of course, Daphne was the first one to tell that oh, something yeah. was up. Um, and I she mean, even tells him. Right from the, when they first meet yeah. the Sharma, she's like, oh, you must be Edwina. And he's like, no, this is Kate. Yeah, and she's like, mm, hmm. Because the way, you know, the way that he yeah. talked about Edwina. And so you can tell immediately that Daphne knows. And, of course, she talks to him. She talks to Anthony and she explains, you know, is she the one you love? Is, is, is she Edwina... the one you can't not think about? The one that when you're in the same room... You can't you know, look away from her right. kind of thing. And you you know that he's thinking about Kate. You mm-hmm. know this without a but doubt. But he's trying not to. Exactly. Um, and so that was a big thing in this episode, too. Um, with the ball that's happening and, the, you know, all their guests there. Then, also, like a small bit in this episode is Colin going to visit uh, Marina Thompson. Oof. Now, for those of you who don't know for the books... Marina is, I believe, I want to say Marina is married to Philip Crane, and she is in the show as well. In the books, she dies, and Philip marries um, Eloise. Eloise. Um, I, I feel like Marina was also married to Colin at one point, but I cannot remember for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, if you don't know, in the show, in the first season, Marina and Colin were engaged. Or they were betrothed to be married. Right. And then, of course, her scandal came out and it was a big thing. So she got married to Philip. Um, in the second season, he decides, hey, I'm going to go visit her. He's still kind of hung up on her a little bit. Mm-hmm. You can tell. Um, and they have a moment. I did not like her in that moment. I was like, you're being a little too harsh, but okay. Um, whatever. <laughs> um, and, of course, he, like, he tries to make nice and whatnot. And then him and Philip's little bromancy moment was so was cute. So cute. Um, and also, um, with this episode, one, I know one thing that people hated with this season is how much they focused on the Featheringtons. Oh, my gosh. I will say, I love Penelope always. I do. Um, Her, I, Philippa, can't, I can't stand I the know. mother. Yeah. Portia is a whole nother level. She gets points in, in the, the end, end. Which we'll talk about here in a minute. She gets points later. Um, Prudence but, is a whole nother level of just ridiculous and annoying. Oh, I yeah. hate her. Philippa is the only one I can stand besides Penelope because she's, like, not even in the season, right. so it's fine. Um, and, of course, we get the new Lord Featherington after their father Oof. died last season. Yeah. He is a whole new level of, of creep. Just, yeah. like, no. Um, and they have a storyline. I'm not even going to get into it because we don't care. We don't care about um, We only care about I, Penelope. I personally wish that we could have not had that and focused more. But also, here's the thing. I was one of those ones who was like, "What? What's going to happen to them? What's What's happening? What What are yeah. we going to do?" Here's the thing: you can't you can't have Penelope without also having the Featheringtons because I know. they are her family. I know, I and know. we have to see her with them. I know. I just wish that there was more Kate and Anthony. Oh, everyone does because I am obsessed with them right now. Yeah, but I also loved I loved seeing the Featherington scenes because they were so ridiculous. They are ridiculous, and yeah. it was so. And you just the entire time you were like, Penelope, say something. Like, just say something. Yeah. But one thing I will say about them is I loved watching Colin just, like, defend the Featheringtons. Uh-huh. We know he's only defending Penelope, but, like, right. watching him defend the Featheringtons was just so cute and just mm-hmm. so noble of him. And then he needs to get his ass whooped later. And but, then he you know, did that. Yes, we all know what we're talking about. I know about. that one of my friends online, uh, my friend Bex, I know that she wasn't too pleased with uh, the change of... Colin talking to his buddies mm. in the show because in the books he talks to his brothers and yeah. then I think Penelope is there and she like confronts them or something. Yeah, yeah. So she wasn't too happy with that, but she's still on the the, the but, Colin Penelope train. But she's oh, also always. like she's also like Colin, you need to get yourself together, boys. Yes, because here's what, I think it's gonna work for the show because I think they're gonna find a way to make it where Penelope starts standing up for herself. Mm-hmm. I hope so. Like in this, you know, in their season, she's like, hey, no. 
I have feelings for you, I love you kind of thing. I really hope that's how they go. Um, I know. I am curious because I I obviously haven't read the book, so I don't know mm -hmm. how everything goes really, but I know some things from what I've seen online, so I'm curious to know how everything's going to play out. Because, like, isn't it, like, 12 years before they get together? Something like that. It's, is it, it's is a it while. Like, is it, like, 12 years from, like, the start of the first book or just, like, 12 years overall? I don't, honestly don't know. I have like, no idea. I haven't read, I haven't read their book fully right, yet, so okay. I don't know. I could just um, probably ask Bex, be like, hey, yeah. <laughs> tell me. So, of course, the end of this episode, we get, it'd be as, like, Kate... Kate and Anthony have their moments. I think this is when we get the, you vex me, which Oof. I was like, um, please Oof. tell me that. Tell they me. had so many. Good Here's the scenes. thing. It's hard for me watching this season. Cause it's like, I want it to be Kate, but I also want it to be Anthony. And I don't care whose position, like either one, I will be either it's one. It's like, you want to be them, but you also want to be with them. Exactly. So, um, the end of this episode, you know, we get Kate, we have Anthony talking to Daphne about who he loves. And of course he hasn't said, I love he hasn't said love like he right. and that's one thing i wish they would have included in the book the biggest the biggest push for him in all of this is the fact that he knows he's gonna die young in his mind he knows i will not outlive my father mm -hmm. my father died at 38 i have to die at 38 and it's like it's such a toxic thing for him right. being like there's no way i can outlive him he was the best man i knew mm -hmm. there's no way then he meets kate and all of that goes out the window because he's like he knows that if he falls in love with her, then in his mind, if he falls in love with her... Then he's going to die and she's going to be heartbroken exactly, like his mother was. Exactly. And he doesn't want that. And I understand. I can understand where he's coming yeah, from. Yeah, I can completely totally. understand it. But it's also like, it's so hard It's like no, nobody wants nobody wants to leave their loved ones. No. And especially, so, you know, when they're so in love. And so having them, having them not put that in, I felt was a little... It was a little upsetting because I'm like, that was such a big part of his character was 38 and, like, right. not living past 38. Right. Um, and I think in the show he's 31. Is he? No, he's 29. He's, like, in his late, late 20s. I'm pretty sure he's, like, 28 or 29 or something or almost 30. Because it's, cause it's 10 years from when his father died. And if he was, like, 18, 19, then he's, so like, 28, 29. I think, yeah, he's supposed to be, like, 28 or 29, I think. Um, and so... It's kind of, you know, it's a big thing. And so they didn't put that in, which I was like, okay. And of course they switched around the order of everything. Right. And they switched around even, you know, the fact that him and Edwina get engaged. Like, it's a whole thing. Like, I don't remember if they get engaged in the book, um, but... They definitely don't make it to the aisle in the book. No, because in the in the show, though, the end of the fourth episode is them getting engaged. Is it the end of the fourth episode? Yes. The end of the fourth episode... He, because remember, Edwina is heartbroken that he's not going to propose oh, to her. right. And then, It's like, course, we just watched it two days ago, but I'm already forgetting. And then, of course, he jumps down, or he, like, shows up right as Edwina, as Kate, and Lady Danbury are leaving. And mind you, this is Aubrey Hall, which, if you know me, <laughs> Aubrey Hall, please, I will love it. Um, and you can see on Kate's face, how as soon as he proposes to Edwina, she, you can see on her face that she's like, that should be me. Exactly. Even Kate, or even, not Kate, even uh, Daphne and Violet are like, oh, um, okay. Well, Violet, I think, is more of just like, yes, he, he finally did it. You know, he finally proposed right. to someone. But Daphne is more like, this isn't who he really exactly. wants to be with. And so it's kind of like, okay. Um, it's really upsetting, but like, whatever. He thinks he's happy, sure. Um, 
And I'm, I mean, oh, I think that he says it later in the season. It's like he's he's doing it out of love for his family. He's doing it out of duty. Exactly, and that's a big thing. And and in the book, they have that moment where, when he's talking to Kate in the book, there's a scene, which I'm, I think I mentioned it to you because I'm really pissed they didn't put it in the show, when she's hiding under his. Desk oh yeah, yeah, in he his, did. She's hiding under his desk in the study. And he knows that she's there because he can smell her scent. He smells the the lilies the or the lilacs. Lilies. He knows it's her. And one of the best moments in the book is this scene because he knows it's her. He's talking to someone else. Doesn't want them to know that Kate's there. So he sees her and they, like, make eye contact <laughs> with, with her. And he just walks over and he just lightly steps on her hand. And she's just like... <laughs> She's just like, damn it. And then she like, and then she like, gra- she, okay, they, in the book, you don't know if she grabs his leg or if she bites his leg. They never <laughs> confirm it. And then he like kicks and he like gets her in the stomach. And so it's this whole big thing. And it's so funny. I'm pretty sure it's in that moment when she's basically like, you know, you have no honor, you have no duty kind of thing. And for him, it's like, he only cares about duty. He only right. cares about the duty to his family. Um, and so that's why he's doing this. You know, he's marrying, Ed- he wants to marry Edwina for the duty of his family mm-hmm. to make her a Viscountess to have that life. Right. Um, and then. And, you know, and, and Edwina, you know, she's so determined. She's, she's so like, smitten. I'm going to be a great Viscountess. Like, I'm going to be great at this, you know. Exactly. And, and she, I feel like, I don't think they ever specify how old she is. I don't. In the show. But I I, she definitely, like, she looks like she's really, like, elite, like, her early 20s. Exactly. Like, she looks on, like she's on the young side, you know? Yeah. And it so was. So, I, I feel like it would have been one of those things where, like, yeah, she might have had the title, but I feel like people might not have taken her as seriously because she looks so much on the younger side. Understandable. You know? Like, I've been in that position before where, like, being, like, when I was, like, they were asking me if I wanted to, like, have like a little bit of a promotion at work and I was like I mean maybe but also I don't know if people will take me seriously because I'm on the smaller side yeah and it's it's you but, know but then with Kate on the other hand you know she looks like 26 a, you know she looks like a Viscountess you exactly know? she looks like one and I love her um and you know they end the episode with them getting engaged the fifth episode rolls around um and the fifth episode is the aftermath of this so it's them preparing for the wedding basically them agreeing like this is when we're getting married and of course it's also them talking to the queen about like hey this is the plan because Uh it's one of those things you know you have to get you basically have to get like permission from the queen in a sense um and she's like there's no need for a special license like before and in this one she's like oh well you guys are gonna get married at the palace kind of or you guys are gonna get married you know, I'm going to do all I'm gonna this. I'm going to do everything for you. And they're you. just like, and Anthony is just like, no, no, it's fine. She's just like, no, we're doing it. And he's right. just kind of like, okay. So he, they decide, all right, sure, why not? Let's do it. Um, and, you know, we get Edwina trying on her dress, getting it fitted. I mean, her dress is beautiful. It's gorgeous. It's a very beautiful dress. Um, and then, you know, of course, Kate and Anthony are both just like, okay, they're not sure how to go about it, you right. know. Um and then we get the ring scene, which I don't think is in the book either. Ooh. Um, the ring scene. Hands. Hands. Their hands are such a big part of this season, oh, which right. is There's so, so crazy. so many moments of them, like, like focused on the hands. And it's, I love it. I know people were, like, comparing it to, um, I think it's the Pride 2005 Pride and Prejudice. Yeah, when he, when he flexes his hand. It's gorgeous. Um, in this one, you I'm know. I'm, like, I was, like, trying to, like, demonstrate, and then I forgot. I was, like, wait, no, this is only audio. Yeah, they can't, they can't see, see us. Um, and so, believe me though, you guys don't want to see us. You don't. We look you don't want right to now. see us. Um, with this though, we get 
her, um, Anthony shows up at the Danbury's, uh, and he has the, like, the jeweler or something with him, and they're basically like, yeah, we're gonna size the ring to fit. And she's just like, too bad, Edwina's not here. And, th- and of course, this jeweler is like, hey, you have the same size hands? And she's Cause just he, like... Because he asks her if, if they, they share, share gloves. gloves. And he's like, okay, well, then you'll you'll work, you know. Yeah. You must have the same size hands. Okay, so Anthony puts it on her, and then Edwina and her mother show back up. And they're like, oh, well, Edwina's here now. She can she can wear it. The ring gets stuck. stuck. Which, like, is such a perfect trope. I love that. It's it happens so in a funny. few things. Like, it's so it's funny. Like, it's like it's stuck because it knows that's where it's meant to be. Exactly. And what I love, though, I, I freaked out when he put the ring on her and then he, like, rubbed his thumb over the ring. I was like, ah. Hands. Yes. Hands. Yes. I have that in all caps with a big exclamation point. Yes, she does. Three, hands. A- three S's. Three S's. So it's hands. It's hands. 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 Um, it's there. And it's just like. It's such a perfect scene. And it's like, come on. Come on. It has to be perfect. Um, and, like, after this, of course, we also get the uh, the scene at the fest... I want to say it's, like, the festival or the garden party or something. Yeah. Um, at the lake. At the lake. When and we she's... saw, you know, we saw a bit in the trailer from this. Yeah, and also we got... Um, it's, it's bringing back a character who was in an earlier episode. Um, I want to say his name is Dorset. Something Dorset. Yeah. Um, and basically him being smitten with Kate in a sense, like him wanting to talk to her mm-hmm. and she's kind of like, okay, I guess we can, she's sure. kind of, she's like, I feel like if she's trying to resign herself to the fact that she won't have Anthony. So she's like, okay, I guess I'll hang out with you. Exactly. Um, and so they go on the lake. Anthony is still looking at her with him and she, he's just kind of, even like, though hey. he's Edwina is like right there and they're engaged and married. his mother is right there, and he still can't take his eyes off of Kate. I mean, like, I can't take my eyes off her either, but, I mean. like, bro, I'm not engaged, so it's fine. <laughs> um, and so then we get the scene where we got, uh, we got, like, a um, moment of it in the trailer. We uh, had a couple of little bits in the trailer. Yeah, and so with this one, we get, <clears throat> the, you know, all this stuff happens. He's jealous. Then Obviously. he, as he's helping Kate out of the out of the canoe or the boat or whatever... He's helping her out. They're holding hands. It focuses on their hands once again. Ah. And he, she pulls back, and you can see he goes to he reach goes for, to her grab again, for her again. Yeah. And then he trips back over Newton, Newton, falls into Dorset, and they fall into the lake. Oh my gosh, Newton! Newton, boy, he trips over Newton's booty. Like <laughs> me too. Um, and, and they then, fall, and then he climbs out of the lake. He pulls his jacket off, pulls his suspenders down. And climbs out of the lake. And you can see, you know, Edwina's, like, watching him. And Kate's like, come now. It's not proper to stare. And then, and, then it, and then it cuts back to him. And he's climbing out. And then it cuts back to her. And you can see that she's like, oh, damn. Oh, damn. Oh, damn. Exactly. Oh, damn. I mean, like, me too, ma'am. I would act the same way. Mm-hmm. Because he's beautiful. He's a beautiful specimen. If you, I haven't said it already. Jonathan Bailey is beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, it's wonderful. It's a great episode. Until we get the Sheffields. Now, the Sheffields, Ooh. they did include Sheffield, which was right. pretty cool. I know. I heard when they first, like, yeah, cause said Mary, the name, I was like, a Because Mary is Mary Sheffield Sharma. Right. Um, the Sheffields are her parents, and they are assholes. Oh, to the extreme. They are... It's like they tried, you know, they tried to be nice in the beginning, but then as soon as, like... Her, their father was mentioned and whatnot, she right. was like, no. As soon as other stuff happened, they were like, oh, blah, blah, we're going to so show we get, our true colors. So we get the dinner scene, and of course, Mary doesn't want to be there, but she is, and um, there's a whole backstory and for her. And Lena's excited to meet them. Kate is not, because she knows that they don't like her. Right. 
And so, of course, we get Mrs. Sh- Mrs. Sheffield blowing up about the father and about, you know, her, about Mary leaving and all this. I'm being like, my granddaughter. And then Mary's just like, granddaughters, you have two. two. You know, because, I have two daughters. You know, because as we, you know, we come to realize in the show, I mean, I'm sure that, like, because in the books, it's so in the similar, book, right? Well, in the book, yes, they're half-sisters. In the right. book, Mary is Edwina's mother and Kate's stepmother. Right. In the book, though, she also calls, Kate also calls her Mary right. for a whole other reason, which they did not include in the show. But um, the the storm, the storm oh. with her mother. Um, right. So they didn't include that, which is fine, whatever. Um, so in the book, she call, Kate calls her Mary. She doesn't call her mama or mother, any mm. of that. She calls her Mary. Well, of course, on the show, she calls her mama. Which is understandable, the way they... And they we, we'll talk about that, too, later, because right. they mentioned that in the final episode, too. Um, and so, of course, the Sheffields are not happy, and they decide to divulge the... the um, oh, the reason. The reason why Edwina has to be married, and why Kate is so determined. And mind you, Mary and Edwina, neither one of them know... Violet doesn't know. Anthony, nobody knows. The but only Kate ones who know are Kate and, and Lady Dan- Danbury. Yeah, and it's of course that if Edwina marries uh, an, an Englishman English with a title, then they will be their family will basically be set because right. they'll give her the dowry. They'll her, give her, 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 her inheritance. I think exactly. It is. Um, Edwina, of course, is heartbroken that Kate didn't tell her. Mary is pissed that she didn't tell her. Anthony, though, is I think more pissed. Mm-hmm. He's definitely, definitely more pissed. And he tells her so, you know, and Edwina's not happy and she's ye- yelling at Kate. She's pissed at, him, at her. Of course, Anthony still, you know, defends the Sharmas fully. And he's like, you know, you cannot speak to them this way. I will not allow it. If you're going to act like this, then you can leave. Exactly. And it's such a wonderful and moment. It, I feel like it goes, like it shows his character because despite how he might feel about the situation, he still has respect for them, mm-hmm. you know, because he does know them. Also, I think it's just one of those things where it also could be that he's just, like, still, he's smitten with Kate and he's mad, but he's like, I'm still going to defend her, you know? Mm-hmm. Which is beautiful. And it was a wonderful scene. Um, and, of course, we get a moment between Kate and Anthony again. We get them having their moment together, um, which is great. Um, and she's worried, you know? She's like, I need you to say that you'll still marry her. Mm-hmm. She had no idea about this. And he doesn't know what to do. Right. He he doesn't know if he should marry her, if he shouldn't. And I know they have a moment together and where they talk about this. I don't remember what they all say. I'm pretty sure this is the one where he tells her, like, if you go to India, it won't be far far enough away. I think right. that's that moment. He's basically like, you can go. You can leave. But it's not going to be far enough. I'm going to, you know, every day that I'm married to your sister, I'm just going to be thinking about you. Yeah. So he's basically like, the best course of action is to not marry her. Right. And of course, then Kate we won't be is, tied together. Kate is like distraught because she's like, I'm ruining my sister's happiness. I'm mm-hmm. ruining her chance. And I just like, ugh, it was so hard to watch. Um, it turned out roughly okay. Like, they agree, like, hey, it'll be up to Edwina and me. Um, and then. The, the well, f- if, if, if me and Edwina still marry, then, you know, we'll figure this out. Like, we'll. You know, she's like, I'm still going to leave. Like, that's not going to yeah. change. And, of course, she's just like, you can't break her heart. You can't stop this. She loves you. She wants to be with you. Mm-hmm. And he's just kind of like, well, I want to be with you. Basically. Yeah. yeah. He basically tells her, he's like, I can't marry her when I want to be with you. Exactly. Which, I mean, like, I guess it's it's true. But also, like, one of my biggest 
issues is like the and like I get how Edwina reacted. My my issue is later how she reacts yeah, later yeah. to everything. Um, but like of course this episode ends with Kate just bawling, oh, sobbing in the woods after oh. she tells him to like after he decides to leave. Sweetheart. She just like breaks down in tears and it's just like it's like she looks so pretty, but I hated seeing her so upset. It's so hard to watch. Um, and then of course the next episode is supposed to be the wedding. Oh, the wedding. Oh, goodness. The wedding. The wedding. The sister. The sister. And, um, of course, we get, I want to say it's like the Holly, or the, the Haldi, which is the yeah, scene. No, I know what you're talking about. I, sure I think it's the Haldi, it. but I don't remember for sure, and I, and I, I apologize if I butchered that. Right. Um, and it's. It's a gorgeous, it's a really well done scene. Right. It, it really kind of shows, it shows their dynamic, the, the And the culture and the for them. Yeah. It's really beautiful. So after, you know, this holiday that we get, um, we get them, you know, the wedding is happening. We're getting ready for the wedding. Yikes. Um, we knew this was going to be a, a train wreck. A train wreck from the moment it was setting sail. Um, and maybe not a train wreck, but we knew something was going to happen. Because of course, you know, the queen is there. She's ready. Um... And she's, like, fully, she's, like, this is my wedding. She's basically, like, this is my wedding. Right. It's, like, you know. We knew that something had to happen because, like, we all know that they weren't going to have Kate end up with Edwina. Like, we knew that wasn't going to happen. Kate end up with Edwina? I hope they wouldn't have (laughs) Kate end up with Edwina. That, (laughs) Jillian, um, I mean. Incest is not wincest, my dude. I mean, Anthony. Okay. End up with Edwina. Okay. I'm sorry. I apologize. All right. Um, yeah. Okay. Anyways, we hope they wouldn't have that happen. But yes, they did not have um, uh, Edwina end up with Anthony. Right. As we were, you know, hoping they wouldn't. Um, but we knew they weren't going to do yeah. that because we were talking about this. I think while we were watching, we were like, fans would riot oh, if Kate and so Anthony hard. did not end up together. Like, nobody would keep watching. No, 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 no. <laughs> They'd be like, no. Because I think... Um, as we were looking they were at the like the gate. most anticipated. Yeah, I think Kate, Nancy, season. and then I want to say Colin and Penelope are probably like the two most anticipated ones. Right. Um, but, you know, we, we get the wedding and of course Kate gives Edwina the bangles that her mother had her given to her. Mother, yeah. Um, and Edwina's like, no, I can't wear these. They're yours. And so she gives them back to Kate. Right. Bad, bad, bad idea. Move. Do not, if she should, like, had she not done that, we wouldn't have gotten what we, but then again, had she not done that, we wouldn't have gotten the best Very. scene, Ooh. the best wedding altar scene ever. Oh Ooh. my gosh. Ooh. We get Edwina and Anthony standing up at the altar. Uh, Kate, you know, is her bridesmaid or her maid what of honor, I guess. What I loved is when he imagined he imagined Kate. Kate in Edwina's place. Oh, man. And I she mean, looked good. She looked good. I mean, I would have done the same thing, but still. I was like, okay. Annika, Annika was, like, slightly hoping that he would pull a Ross and say Kate's name I instead of I was so Edwina's. hoping. She was like, I hope he does it. Because that would have been even... But then again, that wouldn't have done well uh, scandal-wise. That would have... Ev- that immediately people would have known what the scandal was. Right. Um. So, for... So, instead... We have, you know, they're up there at the altar, and, and she's he, and Kate is she's playing she, with the bangle. Yeah, she's she's, she's basically like twisting the bangle around her wrist, and then it breaks. And it it doesn't break; it, it unclasps oh, right. and it falls off. Right. And you would like the moment when you know it's all going to crap is when Anthony sees it. They all hear it, but he sees it, and he's and like, he, "Allow me!" And he goes down, he picks it up, and he gives it to her. You don't do that. 
But he lingers. He he stays there. It would have been fine had he just had he not been so eager and just been like, oh, allow you know, I'll grab it for you, and he would grab it, give it to her, and then just go back. He lingers. His hands lingered with hers, and they looked at each other. And Edwina saw them look at each other, and she knew. And his mother and sister saw them look at each other. And the queen. And it all just went to hell after that, which like Edwina. Walked away. Well, ran. I think she ran. Yeah, she ran away. Um, and then we get finally we get her like kind of sticking up for herself, but also like the way she reacted, I I was like frustrating for me to watch because like you can't blame people for their feelings. Like, right? You can't be like, well, I hate you because you're in love with the guy I love. Right. It's like and it's like no, we, and it's like I feel like we have this a lot in TV where it's like one person feels something for somebody else's person, and then. That person is like, how could you feel something for for the person, you know, that I love? And it's like, you can't help who you fall for. Exactly. Like, that's, like, yeah, people might try to be like, I'm going to, you know, I'm not going to fall for them. I'm not going to fall for them. But you can't help how you feel. That's yeah. just, it's like out of your control. And it's Emotions just, are not a science. No. And it was, it was hard to watch because you felt for Kate and you felt for Edwina and you felt for Anthony. And he's right. struggling. He doesn't know what to do. Um, of course, Violet doesn't know what's going on, and the, right. even the queen is like, "What the hell is going on? This mm-hmm. is the what? What is happening to my wedding?" Right. Um, and she's talking to Danbury, and they're trying to figure it out. And of course, everyone else is gossiping about what could have happened. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> and they don't know what's going to happen. You know, we don't know. And Edwina basically tells Kate and Anthony, "I need to figure this out on my own. I need to right. figure out how I feel." She's like, this is my decision to make. And it was good on her to say, like, hey, you don't get to make this decision. I will. Mm-hmm. Um, even telling Kate, like, I'm my own person now. You know, right. I'm my own woman. I can make this decision on my own. Um, which I f- felt was, you know, it worked out pretty mm-hmm. well. Um, I will say Edwin is not my favorite. Kate is definitely my favorite I of the love two Kate sisters. I so much. Um, Maybe it's just because I, I feel like I always have a preference to characters that are a little more, like snarky oh yeah always. and a little more like bantery with people i just i i love those types of characters that they're yeah. just so fun to me i think and it was so wonderful like the way they did that whole episode was really good of course we had to deal with the featherington drama again it wasn't preferred um we got but we did get like uh who was it we got eloise with her her little love interest dude theo, theo. um and we'll get into all of that in a minute mm-hmm. um and we finally get, you know, Elo- or not Eloise, we get um, Edwina telling them, she basically makes Kate and Anthony show up at the altar again yep. and is like, this is my decision, this is the decision I'm making, and you're ha- going to have to live with it, basically. So right. she basically says, I cannot marry you, um, and she tells Kate, you know, it's my decision to make, whatnot. And Kate, of course, doesn't know how to feel, she doesn't right. know what to do. She spent her whole life, you know, trying to... Take care she, of she's sister. basically put her own feelings and her own goals on the back burner to help Edwina get which the is, best she can. Which I, I can commend her for as, mm-hmm. you know, an older sister. I I don't know if I would do that for you. I You probably would not. I, but I, I can commend her for it. Yeah. So it was a really well done scene. Um, and, and of then, course this episode ends with and then them kissing kissing in the church Kate and Anthony's very first kiss they have a lot of almost kisses oh they do a lot of steamy almost kisses and it's so it's so funny and they just like have this moment and they're just looking at each other and then they just and kiss and they just 
Bam. Right away. And it was gorgeous. Beautiful. Gorgeous. Did they do a 360 spin? I don't think so. I don't think they did. I I would have loved that. Because I'm a sucker for the 360 spin. I know. Um, I don't think they did. I don't don't think so either. Um, And of course, now there's all this scandal about why, why the, the wedding, wedding was off. called off yeah you know like who could have done it who called it off who didn't why was it called off exactly and, and so of course in a following episode we get basically the the bridgertons and the sharmas and lady danbury basically kind of being almost shunned yeah by they're society. basically being shunned from society because people are like oh it's a scandal it's the right. biggest scandal there is and i will say okay there isn't in an, an ornament an order or ornament amount Something like that. There's a lot of scenes of people just laying in the bathtub. Like, oh, it happens. Yeah. Like, you get Kate, her mother, and her sister. Then you get Anthony, Anthony a few a times. times. I'm like, all right, all right, cool. I didn't need An to know. In- inordinate? Or in- inordinate amount in- of bath- bathtub An scenes. inordinate amount. That's um, the word. And I think it works. Um, and then, of course, we, you know, they're trying to... They're trying to survive with right. the scandal about And then, them. of course, they decide, they're like, well, if we come together and make, you know, a, a joint united front, then it'll show everybody that there's nothing wrong, and hopefully that'll, you know, everything will blow over. And, like, maybe. Their intentions are valid. Yes. But it also... doesn't work out that way. And, okay, one of my favorite scenes happens, though, um, with the Sharmas and the Bridgertons and Danbury, is when they're all sitting in the room together, you know, talking about oh, how we're going to do yeah. this. And you get Newton coming in, and Newton immediately beelines it for Anthony and tries to jump up on his lap. So cute. And, and then the like, two of them are like, Newton, go. And they, like, stand up, and they're, like, standing there next to each other. And they're kind, kind of, of like, smiling. Smiling and, and looking at each other, but trying not to look at each other. And, and then Weena's like, am I, was I really this blind? Did I not know? And, and I'm everyone like, yes. else did? I'm like, yes, like, honey, yes, you were. Yes, honey. You, I, I could see it. I mean, I, of course I could see right. it. It's like, yes, but, honey, like, you were blind. Everyone could see it. Um, and, of course, you know, they're trying, the, they're trying to be civil, and they're trying to be headstrong and whatnot. Um, and something that leads into the end of this episode is we haven't really talked much about it, but the, everything going on with Whistledown right now, yeah. you know, Penelope still is being whistled down, but she's also trying to hide it. Of course. Yeah, and like she had to enlist the help of, uh, uh Madame Delacroix. Delacroix because she got seen in the market by Madame Delacroix. And she's like, well, if you saw me, then someone else, someone could. else could. So she basically, you know, has Madame Delacroix deliver her her letters or her um, works to the printer they get printed and whatnot um and of course we know that eloise has been on the hunt since exactly. the first season and now the queen for some reason decides oh eloise is bridgerton well or, because eloise is because she was seen she, with theo she was seen with theo because they followed her from the At party the shop, yeah um and so she, she threatens is like, eloise she's like you get three days to to show me, you know, that you are whistled down, and if you don't tell me by then, I'm going to ruin your family, basically. Right. And I was like, whew, whew, okay. Sounds and of course, good. Eloise confides in Penelope about Who, it. Penelope, if you don't know, is whistled down. And of course, Penelope obviously is like struggling. She's like, you know, I don't know what to do. Yeah, and of, of course, course, Madame Delacroix's advice is if you write something that that Eloise would never say about herself, then it'll prove, prove that, that she's, she's not whistled down because no woman would ever write something terrible exactly. about herself. Which is understandable why she would course, give her that advice. Eloise doesn't, or Penelope doesn't want to do it because she's like, Eloise is my friend, my best friend. I can't do that to her. 
Exactly. Um, and so it's kind of like, okay, how are we going to go about this? Um, and of course she does it. Exactly. And then, you know, they decide the Bridgertons and, you know, with that, the Bridgertons and the Sharmas decide, hey, we're going to throw a ball. We're going to be civil. We're going to show people that there's nothing, nothing here to, you know, be all meh about. Mm -hmm. And so they try, nobody shows up. Um, but it does lead to a really beautiful scene between the families. Right, where they're when, all dancing. Well, Hyacinth. you know, nothing nothing happens. So Anthony's like, no, we're still going to dance. So he's like, Hyacinth, come dance with me. And she's just like, yes. And then and, Gregory's like, well, I'm going to dance too. Yeah, and so they all they both come down and they have these this wonderful scene where they're all dancing together. Um, and they're kind of just like, okay, well, nobody's here. So whatnot, I guess. It's, it's fine, I guess. It doesn't matter. We don't need anybody else. Then um, they figure out why nobody has shown up um because penelope penelope decides it is true i do need to write something about eloise that she would never write about to herself, protect her to protect her which like yes but no right because I, okay there's a quote from i want to say from charmed the original <laughs> Charmed, where it's like the um wrong thing done for the right reason is still, still the, the wrong, wrong thing. thing yeah so it's like even though she's trying to help Penel or help eloise she's still not helping she's still right. doing something really she's bad still causing harm and so she basically writes saying, it, it, um, basically confiding in the entire town, the entire town, that Eloise is going unchaperoned to an unsavory part of town with right. a young man who is not anyone of higher standing, basically, right. which completely discredits anything Eloise is, will ever have done or said or whatnot. Mm. She is completely ruined, basically. And so that's, they figure that's why. That's why nobody's here they is because realize, of this. Yeah. Um, and after this, you know, Antony's distraught and he's like my sister she's ruined i can't believe this um and so she he books it and then kate goes to follow him um and they have their moment together yes they have their moment um together where they are in the was it the garden or like the, some kind of gazebo something like that they do and the deed he basically is like you know I will stop. You know, I will stop. And she's just like, don't no, stop. Don't stop. Don't stop. And they have their cute little steamy scene together, which is gorgeous. Um, and then he wakes up and she's not there. Ugh. Wakes up. It's pouring raining. We get her having her little flashback moment. And he figures, he's like, I've been with her. I can't discredit her name any further kind of thing. Her. I have to marry her. And all credit due to him being like, uh, you know, I, I have to do the right thing. You know, right. he knows he has to do the right thing. But also... And, you know, because obviously, like, we know how that he's into her at this point. Oh, like, we it's know. obvious. But I feel like it's more, you know, him saying, you know, I have to marry her because of this reason is him trying to justify why, you know, he's yeah. like, you know, I'm going to marry her for this reason. Not not because I love her. I don't love her. And it would do I, I mean, well... I do love her, but I'm not... I, I think it would her. do better had they followed the book a little bit more with his reasoning behind why he wasn't... He won't fall in love. Right. Um... But I did like how they did it, and, you know, she goes off riding, and it's it's a thunderstorm. It's basically a, this giant storm, and so he goes after her. He goes, well, he goes to her house to call on her to propose. Right. She's not there. He figures out where she is. Because he, and, and it's great, because I think he mentions it after she, like, yeah. in the later episode, because, you know, he knows where she goes riding. Mm-hmm. So he immediately, he knows where she's going. Exactly. And so he goes after her, and we get that moment of him seeing her riding, and he knows that she's, he knows that something's going to happen. Because she goes to jump and her horse basically like whinnies and it it jump it 
throws her back and she falls and she hits her head on the rock. And you can hear it. <laughs> and you hear it and you see him. He's like, there. I don't know if you heard it when it happened, but I heard it and I was like, oh. Yeah, I heard it. And he's just like, Kate! And he screams her name and I was like, But it's, but it's the slow-mo. It's, it's the slow-mo. No, no music. voice. No voice. No, you can no. hear his voice. No, not, not at first when he screams no. When she first falls, oh, he's right. screaming no and you don't hear him, but you see it and right. you hear the music behind it. And then when he screams her name is when it all comes right. back out and he goes and he And picks, you were you were hoping you're like I hope he calls her Kate here. Because that's he does in the book, you know, he calls her Kate and it's wonderful. Um I personally would have loved the book scene though because the book scene is Edwina with her suitor, her new suitor and Kate in the carriage. And, and okay. So here's the thing that kind of throws all of this because in the book like we said earlier in the the book um chronolo- the book chronology. order, yeah, the book chronology versus the show is way different. In the book, they after the B scene happens, they get married, they have their first night together, which is then he runs off, um, and they have a moment, and then she goes off with Edwina and Edwina Suter, um, in the carriage, and he was basically he realizes in that moment, he realizes in that time period that oh I love her, so he goes to look for her finds her in the carriage, the carriage tips over, she's injured, and he's calling to her, and he's trying to pull her out, and he basically is screaming to her, like, um, it's not supposed to be you, you're not supposed to be the one that dies, it's supposed to be me, right. I'm supposed to go first. Mm-hmm. And she's kind of like, what? Um, and they have that moment, and it didn't happen like that in the show, which I can understand why, you know, they didn't do it that way, because of the way Edwina felt about him. Right. Um, but I would have loved it still because the reason why the carriage tips over is because Newton got out and it was running around <laughs> and becoming a hazard and I loved it. Um, so I think that would have been really great in the show, but I, I, I do, appreciate I do the like scene. how it was done in the show, I, though, Yeah, because where it's like, you know, he knows where she was going, exactly. so he knew where to find and her. And so he goes after her and he find, he rescues her and he brings her back to the house and he, you know, gets her there and the the doctors are there. They're taking care of her, and he's freaking out because he's basically like, "This is my fault. This mm-hmm. is my fault. It's all my fault. I can't, I can't be here." Basically, and so right. he leaves. I think she's, I think she's in it like unconscious for like a week or something, something like, like a week and a half or something. Um, and there's still scandal about about Eloise and about why the wedding was called off, right. and you know who the Britishers are, who the Sharms are. Um, and of course, Anthony hasn't been to see Kate in all that time. Mm-hmm. He hasn't gone he to see her. He feels so guilty. Yeah, he, he feels so much guilt that he can't even bring himself to look in on her and see how she's doing. Right. Um, in case she actually does die, you know, he's terrified. Um, understandably under, so. Yeah, understandably so. And of course, his mother is like, well, you have to see her. And he's just like, I can't. We get a very beautiful Not scene. yet, though. That's no. later. Oh, um, that is later. Um, and then, you know, Kate finally wakes up. And we get Edwina and her talking. Kind of reconciling together, a little bit. A little, a little bit. Because then, after she wakes up, you know, she's like, has he come to see me? Has he been here? And they're just like, no, I'm sorry. He hasn't been to see you since he right. dropped you off. And then, we have Anthony at his home. And Violet comes and in and tells him. scene between And she tells and him. Son. She's like, you know, she kind of just comes in. And he's just like, is she awake? And she's just like, yeah, you know, we we heard, and he just he loses it. He he, it's not like a full on sobbing, but you but, know because yeah. there's that moment of him kind of doing the where he kind of like takes mm-hmm. that breath, and he's like having the realization that she's okay, she's okay, she's gonna live. She, you know, she's not hurt anymore, kind mm-hmm. of thing. 
Um, and and him, so, yeah, we get this beautiful scene between mother and son. And, I, like, we've said, we've probably said this before, but mother-son relationships in any show or movie are, are so the beautiful. best. They're so wonderful. If they're done. done correctly, they're so wonderful. They really are. Um, same thing with, like, father-daughter scenes. Like, mm-hmm. if they're done the right way, they're really beautiful. Um, and so, you know, he finally decides, I need to go visit her. So he does. And he tells her, he says, you know, I want I wanted to propose to you. I was going to marry and you. And he know. even asks her then, you know, to marry him. Because of what happened. And she's like, no. Yeah. I'm she's still like, leaving. Yeah. She's like, I'm going to go back to India. It's fine. And he's still heartbroken. Um, and with all of this, you know, the Featheringtons have their thing going on. And they decide, uh, Lady Featherington decides to throw a ball. Um, and here's the thing. They decide to fight the Sharmas and the Feather and the Bridgertons solely to see the drama unfold. Yeah. Which, like, it backfires on them major. Oh, it does. Like, majorly backfires. Um, and Edwina and Mary convince Kate to go to the ball, even though she doesn't really want to. But she's like, okay, I'll and go for you. she looks great. She looks fantastic. Um, they have their, you know, Kate and Edwina have their moment. Where, and it's really cute when they're when they're there. And nobody, of course, wants to dance with either one right, of them. So the two of them decide to dance and together. And it was so, it was so sweet. Cute. It was so cute. I mean, I'm sure you and I would have done the same. Oh, we would have done the same thing. Um, and then, of course, the Bridgertons are there. And um, Eloise, you know, of course, still has her scandal about her. Um, and, you know, Whistledown hasn't written any more papers. Um, and so everyone's kind of like, okay, what's going on? We don't know what's happening. Um, and I'll get into that here in one second. Um, because, uh, Edwina, you know, basically tells Kate, it's okay. Yeah. You, I, I know how you feel. It's okay. You can dance with him. You can and so love him. Anthony and Kate decide to dance together. Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry, but having them dance to Wrecking Ball was the and, best and, uh, decision they could have made. It was, I think it's Vitamin String Quartet yeah. is what they use. And it was probably the best decision they made. It was I thought so I good. recognized it as soon as it started, but it took me a minute. Well, to it rep. also took you after I started singing it. Then yeah. you were like, oh, okay. Yeah, and I was like, <laughs> um, and they have a beautiful dance scene together where so after they start wonderful. dancing, everybody leaves the dance floor because they're like, they're a scandal couple. You can't dance with them, yeah. basically. Also, and I then, think it's also one of the things where they're like, that's hot. Yeah, and then, of <laughs> course, and then, of course, the, the Cowpers, which are like the worst name you can have. The, actually, this, no, I'm sorry, Cressida is the worst name Cressida, you can have. Cressida, I hate Cressida. Everybody hates Cressida. She's um, so ridiculous. So they have this, you know, moment where they're like, oh, you know, that must be why the wedding was called off. Right. And then the queen is like, um, no. They, I changed my mind. Yeah, I changed my mind. I didn't want the wedding to happen, so it didn't happen. And, and aren't like, they such a beautiful couple? Couple, aren't, aren't they? And they're all like, yeah, yeah, of course. And she's like, okay, well then everybody get on the dance floor. So then everybody starts dancing, which like, yes. Props, props to the to queen her. for that. Props to the queen for being awesome. Um, and so they, you know, Kate and Anthony have this moment together and then she just can't, she just can't do it. She just has to, she has to leave basically. Mm-hmm. So she leaves um, and she's basically like, yeah, no, I'm still going back to India and he's heartbroken. She's heartbroken. Um, and then they're outside, <laughs> and he basically admits to her full on. He just tells her, "I, I love, love you. you." You know, I think I, about I you. I think he says what he says. He says, uh, "I am an imperfect man, but I will humble myself before you." And, and I'm, I'm like, like uh, "Oh my sir, gosh, please, Why? everything, give it to me all the way." And so he has like this big confession. He's like, "You know, I love you. You don't have to accept it, and knowing you, you probably won't." Yeah, but. This is, this is how, is I, how feel. I feel. And she's like, I love I you too. too. And they have this beautiful moment and they kiss and there are fireworks. And, and they're finally, they're finally that together. they want to be together. And it was beautiful. Um, so beautiful. And with, you know, with all this happening also, 
in, in, in all of this, we have um, the Featheringtons and their Lord Featherington. And we have that moment where we said, we give Portia major props because she finally de- defends her, her daughter. Girls. She basically is like, you may be the Lord Featherington, but I'm not going to solely my name for my daughters. You know, right. like they are mine and I'm here to protect them. I will always protect them, basically. Right. It's like props to her for that. I mean, she's still kind a of a terrible mother. mother. Um, but but props. props to her for that. And so Lord, the new Lord Featherington is gone. She basically kicks him out. Yeah, she's basically like, you don't, you're not, you don't belong here anymore. Um, and then also we have, oh, oh, okay. So we have, you know, right before that happens, um, Colin uncovers. You know, he this whole time Colin's been realizing that something's going on mm-hmm. with Lord Featherington, and so he brings it up to Penelope and to Portia, who all she already knew, but she acts right. surprised, of course. Right. Um. And so he goes and he's, he was dancing with Penelope at one point, um, and she overhears him talking to his buddies after this, mm. basically being like, I would never think of courting her. Right. Not in your wildest dreams. And she hears it and just is heartbroken. So heartbroken. And with she goes that, off crying. With that, she's also heartbroken because um, we have Eloise finally figuring out that, that she, she is, is Lady Whistledown. Yeah. Finally realizing that Penelope... Because they were, stand, they were standing together... Yep. ...watching everything, and then Penelope said something about somebody else standing over, and then you can see the moment... You ...that see it, it clicks, clicks in Eloise's mind, because she's like... That's and, and, like, she... Well, she tells Penelope later, she's like, you know, you've always talked like that, but it was the way... You said it. ...that way that you said it this time, that it sounded like it was written. It sounded like Whistledown. Exactly. And, like, I... It just, like, broke my heart. She, like, found heart. her stash of money. I cried when they were arguing. I hated them arguing. Oh, so hard. It's like, I... It's like, I can understand where Eloise was coming from, you know? She's mm-hmm. like, you know, this is my family. It was your family. And you were just, like, you know, ruining everybody's lives. Exactly. Um... And then, you know, of course, Penelope is like, you know, I, you know, I was trying to protect you. Uh-huh. And like I said earlier, you know, right thing or wrong thing done for the right reason is still the wrong way. Right. You know, she, she wanted to protect her, but she went about it in the wrong right. way. It's like, I feel like she, she could have told Eloise that she was whistled down and then the two of them could have come up with a plan exactly. together. But that, that wasn't, you know, how, that wasn't But of course, thought. people don't always make the right decisions in, in, in moment. moments of like distress exactly and panic so it was it was hard and it was hard to watch them break down like i started crying i, started I know crying. you were crying i was crying it was a hard scene to watch it doesn't take much to make me cry it really days. doesn't it takes a lot to make me cry um so i hated seeing them fight and of course so... eloise is basically like i don't ever want to see you or talk to you and i was like come on man and it's like, huh, joke's on you. She married your brother. <laughs> so. I hope they work things out. Because I honestly, I don't remember. I, I was pretty sure she didn't even find out until episode, until book, um, four. book four. But I could be wrong. I haven't read that book all the way. And I haven't even read book three. So I don't know. <laughs> um, what I do know, though, is that, you know, after this, Eloi- or Penelope decides, hey, Lady Whistledown is coming back. Yeah. I may have stopped her, but she's back now. And I was like, okay, that's going to go great now that Eloise knows. Right. I'm, I'm like, I'm curious in season three, like, is Eloise going to not say anything or yeah. what? They're like, who knows? It could go either way. Um, and we get both of them breaking down about it, mm. you know? Um, it was so hard to see them, two of them, just breaking so down alone. Um, but then we jump at the end of, you know, that happens. And then we get Anthony and Kate's kissing scene. Ugh. And then it jumps to six months later, later, yeah. And they have gotten back from their honeymoon, 
they are having their moment together in the bed when he's just like Viscountess, and I was like, please call so me that. Cute. Say it to me right now. Um, and they have that moment, and they're gorgeous together. And then we see the rest of their family downstairs getting ready for Palmal. Palmal, and we get little Augie, little who is Augie. Simon and Daphne's uh, child. So Augie. stinking cute. So cute. He's walking. I'm uh, like, please. Um, and then of course Kate and Anthony come out, and they, you know. They go for the mallets, and of course, Kate gets the mallet of death again, and Anthony gets the pink one. I think Daphne's like, you know, you better, you know, you better come to terms with the fact that you're always going to have the pink one now. Yeah, and it was so And of course, Newton, right away, like, my favorite scene is, like, Newton, he runs off with one of the balls. He runs off with Kate's ball, and they're both just like, Newton! Yeah, and and she basically, she, uh, he's like, well, it's your dog, and she's just like, you're not marriage, and he's just like, I never agreed to that, you know, it's not like he listens to me anyways. They're so stinking cute, and then they, like, you know, they have, like, their their little moment and then I think it's Daphne or one of the siblings I think it's Daphne she's just like, like well, I guess oh, that means they're cutting out and they're just like, like no. no not a chance and then the, and then the season ends with them making out on this field right. and like being sexy it's and happy it's so beautiful and I know somebody I've seen it pointed out a few times online is that like in the in the beginning of the season Anthony he's like you know dressing you know dark colors black yeah. all that kind of stuff and then in the in the the final scene when it you know, when they're outside, you can see that he's wearing color. Yeah. Because, and then, like, his, like, jacket is, like, open. It's not buttoned all the way. It's, mm-hmm. like, he's finally allowing himself to be happy, to be in love. Exactly. So he's got, you know, he's bright and colored. And and uh, Kate, she, I think somebody said that, like, she's, like, wearing her hair differently. Like, I think she's, like, wearing it down and stuff like that. Yeah, But she, she said she didn't change her, her wardrobe. Anthony yeah. changed his. Which is, like, and it's so perfect. Beautiful. And I'm... Really, really, really hoping because I'm pretty sure that the two of them said that they're going to be in the next season. That's what at I least was pretty if, sure. Like they're down to be in the next couple of seasons, so I'm really hoping that we get some great domestic moments between mm-hmm. them, just like the two of them, you know, bickering in the background. But also, but can, also, like they have like they're like bickering, but they're like getting closer and closer, and then they just like start making. Well, out. you know, and I told you this is the the second. I think it's the second epilogue in the book. Yeah, is. Uh, fit, like 15 years later and it's a, it's the Pell Mouse scene because they basically have a tradition of playing that same game with the same people every year now. And so like Simon's there, Daphne's there, Edwina's even there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then of course Penelope's also there because she's married to Colin at this point. And they're just like, you can't talk to your husband, you can't be with him, you can't be near him. And she's just like, I can't even cheer him on. And they're like, no. <laughs> and then at one point I think she cheers on, I think she cheers Simon or something. And they're just like, we said no cheering. And she was like, I thought you just met for Colin. And they're like, no, for everyone. <laughs> and I was like, you guys are so cute. Um, and they have that moment together um, in, the, in the epilogue when they're being all sexy. And they're basically both competing to get the mallet of death. And then Colin finally gets it. And they're just like, damn it. Dang it. Okay. Um, and they have this sexy time. And then they're on the field. And they're both just like, you know what? let's just go into the house and they just like admit defeat basically and I was like so we basically kind of got that whole thing you know yeah a little kind of like it kind of of like alluding to to how they're gonna like have this competition over the years you know and I appreciate it and I loved it so much and I I cannot wait to see I cannot wait to see how they transform their all of their relationships uh-huh. in the third season whether they do Colin and Penelope or Benedict and Sophie I want whichever one I want to see pregnant Kate oh I want to see pregnant Kate too I know they have four kids because if you if you don't think that Anthony is not going to just be like even more head over heels seeing her pregnant he's gonna be like okay I like this well you know what's funny is um 
I want to say in the epilogue for the for um, romancing Mr. Bridgerton, which is Colin and Penelope's story, in the, one of the epilogues, we get Penelope when she's pregnant. Oh, cute. And Colin basically like, sit down, you know, get off your feet. And she's just like, I'm fine. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, I love you guys so much. So I really, I, I cannot wait. I can't wait to see how they develop Benedict's story too, because Benedict had his own storyline where mm-hmm. he was, you know, he went to the... I want to say it's like the Royal School of Arts or something or something, some art art mm-hmm. program, and then he finds out that the only reason he got in was because Anthony paid. Yeah, he made a donation, which like I understand where Anthony's coming from because you know he made a donation, but I also understand where Benedict's coming from, being like I don't want. I don't. Your... I don't know if I if I would have gotten in on my own merit. Yeah, which is like paid. you know, and so I really hope that they include that in the next season. You know, him being an artist, and then of course um, Eloise having her own storyline. Hopefully. Mm-hmm. I am curious to see what they do because obviously we know that Philip is married to Marina. Yeah, and like I said, is odds are they're just gonna kill Marina off. I know that there are there are people that don't want that because they're like, why? Yeah. I'm kind of hoping maybe they just get divorced. I don't know. Did people really get divorced back then though? Uh, I, mean... I think it was either the only way to get out of it was death. <laughs> Death or scandal, basically. Yeah, because I feel like it's one of those things where it's like you get married and you're married. Yeah. I mean, it's like people, like, like we know in, like, the first season that it's like if, you know, like, a, a lady is found alone with a man, they have to get married. Exactly. You know? And it's so like there's no way around it. Exactly. And so it's a big thing. Um, so I'm curious to see what they're going to do. I know there are some people that want Eloise to be with Theo on the show. I think it'd be cute, but, like, it's not her story, you know? Right. And, 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 I, and I feel although, like they kind of, like burn that bridge and, but there is a moment though i think who was it there was a moment with what is uh, i want to say it was either shonda rhymes yeah i think it was shonda rhymes who was talking about basically like that they're following the books but not following like they're right. they're gonna follow them and they're or they're basically gonna use them as guidelines in a right. sense so kind of similar fashion as they did with the shadow hunters books right similar thing which like yes but like there are moments that need to be in the show and in the books right like i wish we would have gotten the desk scene i wish we would i wish my biggest the biggest the two biggest things i wish they would have done in the show for anthony and kate is having his storyline with his father and why he doesn't want to get married and then having her storyline with Mary and calling her Mary and who her mother was right. and why she is the way she is. Right. And we got it. Well, I mean, we did get a really, a really sweet scene, sweet, sweet scene between yeah. them um, in one of the final episodes where Kate was basically admitting, you know, it's like, you know, I've never, you know, I don't remember exactly what she says, but it's a really sweet scene between them where Mary's like, you know, I've always seen you as my child. Yeah, like, you... I fell in love with you when I fell in love with your father. Yeah, like, and her... I think she says at some point, like... Because Kate's like, you know, you never treated me differently. You always treated me like your child. I owed you this. And Mary's like, you didn't owe me anything. anything. And her just being like, the fact that you thought you had to... You had to, um, like, fight or that you had to prove that you were worthy of my Mm -hmm. love kind of thing is not... It's something I should have noticed. Like, right. you are worthy of my love. You know, you have my love, whether you know it or not. Right. And that was, like, a really sweet scene. Sweet. I can't talk to Sweet her. scene. It Thank was you. gorgeous. And, like... I loved it. And it was a beautiful scene. We got scene. them hugging and, you know, Kate admitting to Mary what went down between her and Anthony. It was so funny, though. Just that moment of her being, like, you know, and he proposed to me after... And then she just kind of stops and Mary's just like... Mm. Uh-huh. And Kate's just like... Mm. And I was like, bro... Like, you admitted it, but it was gorgeous. It was great. And so, that, like, there were a lot of storylines that happened in the season, but, like, the only one that anybody ever cared about was Kate and Anthony. Oh, yeah. Kate, Anthony, Edwina, 
you know, Colin, Penelope, that kind of thing, you yeah. know. I know a lot of people online were like, could we not do with the Feathering Tids right yeah, now? Yeah, I admit the Feathering Tids storyline was I a I feel bit like much. we could have done without, like, the the Jack and oh, Portia stuff. Like, we could have done without that. I, Jack and Portia. Yeah. Nope, didn't need it. Um, I love the actress who plays Portia. I cannot remember her name. Um, right. I love her, but, like... We didn't need the Featheringtons. We didn't, honestly... We, we didn't, didn't need as much yeah. of them as we had. I, I was okay with some of it, um, because Like, the stuff Penelope at the beginning with, uh, with the other daughter getting married. Yeah, with Philippa getting married and whatnot. But, like, there was some stuff that we just didn't need. Right. Um, and, like, I felt like we didn't really need Marina in it, <laughs> but whatever. I mean, it was a great little, uh, snippet. moment of snippet of seeing more of Philip. True. Which um, I know there were a lot of people that were like, he looks like he came off the book. Like, he... Yeah. And I was like, yeah, he does. Um, so, so, I am definitely looking forward to season three and four, because we do know sure. that they got renewed for three and four. Yes. Um, which is big yeah, for I, Netflix. But, and, but also, here's the thing, is people are worried because Netflix is really mm-hmm. only known for doing, you know, four or five seasons. Right. So, they're worried about if we're going to actually get the eight seasons right. that we were expecting to get. However, Bridgerton is like... Their biggest one, one of their, their biggest, biggest shows, shows right now. Yeah, because um, I'm pretty sure I saw that it's like number, it's like in the top ten or number one, like every almost everywhere right now. Yeah, so it's it's a big thing. Um, so I'm hoping, it's like I know at least in the U S. and the U K. It's yeah, one. or if anything, give us like maybe at the end of season four, if that's where they stop, then give us hints at or give us flash forwards or something of the other siblings meeting right. their significant others and getting married. Right. You know, give us Hyacinth and her husband. Give us Gregory and his wife. All of it. Like I want to see it. So, we don't know. It could... We could go to I'm hoping eight. we get all eight seasons. I'm hoping too. Just because it... I, I feel like it wouldn't be... Com, you know, it wouldn't be complete yeah, without we seeing we all of them. Yeah, we wouldn't have it all. Um, I want to see the kiddos grow up. One thing I know? do know, though, is that we are getting... I think they mentioned we are getting a prequel kind of spinoff series of um, the young queen... Is it Charlotte, right? I think so. Yeah, Queen Charlotte. And then... We're also going to be getting young Danbury, young Lady Danbury, and Lady Violet. I'm so excited. Lady so we're going to get the young versions, and I'm very excited to see. I am excited as well. I, I want to see how they're going to put that all together. Right. I want more of Violet and Lady Danbury in the next season because their little friendship. Their little scene where they're, like, cackling their together. cackling was so funny. So funny. So I want more of the two of them kind of, you know, being besties. Okay, so what was your favorite favorite moment in the season? Oh. If you had to pick one moment. It, it definitely would be something with Kate and Anthony, hands down. Okay. I just, maybe, like, the final scene of them. of them outside. Yeah. I think that was just, like, really cute, and it kind of shows kind of how they're going to probably be mm-hmm. for, the, you know, their marriage. Um, and then... Probably their that the dance at the final ball that yeah, they had. Yeah, I, I, I agree. That was a good one. one. Um, I think I wrote down, you know, about the fact that like he, you can tell the moment when he like he has to compose himself right. when he's standing with her, and even like that scene of her walking past him when he smells he smells the yeah. lilacs, and he's just like, he's like, oh, okay, that's her. That's yeah. that's that's who and she I is. And I think also, if you had to pick one, Jillian, one. <laughs> Fine. It's a tie between the final scene and then the, the, dance. the dance at the ball. Okay. It's a tie between those, I think, for my for my favorite between them. I think out of any scene, um, probably, like you said, between Kate and Anthony, um, it would probably have to be either the B scene mm-hmm. um, or the scene where he finds her in, like, 
finds her almost dead like oh, when he yeah. finds her when he's there because that's a good one you know me and everyone else should yeah. know this at this point i am a sucker for like the, the angsty well not even that. i'm a sucker for like the men who are like damaged you know oh, who yeah. are have those pro- like i'm a sucker for yeah. it because it's just like it opens it up to so much um like so much feelings and mm-hmm. you get all of this emotion and i just love it emotional no damage. damage yeah i wrote that down actually emotional you damage did. because um <laughs> yes um no, i yeah so like i really enjoyed this season i, I think honestly i think I, I enjoyed this season more than the first season i think so too yeah I mean, I, I did skip over a lot. I, I think I skipped almost the entirety of, like, episode six. Well, I think a lot of people... Actually, no. A lot of people probably watched the entirety of episode six. Um, yeah, it's understandable. But, like... But, no. I, I think... Yeah, I think I definitely enjoyed this season more. I think partially because I've always really enjoyed, like, the, the bickering Oh, the bickering couples. is, like, the best part. That's, like, one of my favorite dynamics in a ship is when they can bicker without, like, you know, like, being, like, cruel. Yeah. But, you know, it's, like, bickering... Like a married couple, mm-hmm. essentially. I I love that. I think it's one of my favorite ship dynamics is when they can bicker, but you can tell that they still care mm-hmm. in a certain way. You know. Yeah. Um. So you know that was our thoughts. You know, on on Bridgerton season two. There's probably stuff we missed. Oh, there's sure, a lot of think, stuff we missed. But there's. I, I think we. I think we mainly wanted to focus on Kate and Anthony's and story how we for felt this, about you know all of this because um, I mean they were the folks supposed yeah. to be the focus of the so, show. Um, if you have any thoughts on, you know, how you felt about the season, um, what you think they could have done differently, what they could have included from the book for sure. What you liked, what you didn't like about yeah, the season. Um, who you think, who, like, who was your favorite character from the season? Like, who was that right. one person that just, like, caught your attention? Kate. <laughs> Kate, for sure. So, um. So, yeah, definitely come on online and talk to us. We would love, love, love to hear from you guys and talk to you about everything. Um, you can find us on Twitter. I am at JillyBean729. That's G-I-L-L-Y-B-E-A-N-729. And I am at Mama Relisi. That is capital M-A-M-A, capital R-O-L-L-I-S-I. And you can also find our podcast on Twitter and also on Instagram at TTFab Podcast. So come on, let us know your thoughts. We would love, love, love to hear from you. Thank you for joining us this week, and we hope to see you guys again. Bye.